Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whatever time it is where you are. Welcome, and thank you so much for listening in. My name is Key, and this is Musings in Real Time. This is episode four, I believe, and today we're musing about change. I know I still have to get back to anger at some point, but as things come up, I do want to address them. Um, And there have been some changes in my life, and I am preparing to make some changes. So I just wanted to talk about that for a little bit today. I I haven't been recording consistently, obviously. Um, And I'm trying to be more mindful of my time. Uh, Time management is something that I am working on. Also, goal setting and keeping working towards the goals that are set. That's something important, Um, not just for the new year. We are still in January 2022 so there is still some some newness to this year Uh, but just for any time you are ready for a change in your life and I know I mentioned before how I do not really do resolutions um, but goal setting is something that I think is very important and it's something that I think we should be taught as children Um, So those habits can be formed early on. I feel like that could help us avoid a lot of trouble and struggles later on in life. Um, Unfortunately, though, some of us are learning that in our later years, when we're already adults and have already gone through troubles and struggles that could have been avoided if we had just learned how to set goals and actively work towards what we want. But like I said, uh, changes. Some things are changing. Some things are shifting for me. And I really want to focus on making sure things are shifted in the right direction. I know a lot of people have been manifesting. That's been a big thing on social media. Everyone wants to manifest. Um, But even with it being a more popular topic of discussion for content, whatever, there are a lot of people who still do not quite understand manifestation. So I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up in the church. And I have seen for myself how people use manifestation rooted in Christianity and they're they're not doing it right. <laughs> they're not doing it right. And I did not learn um, how to properly manifest growing up in the church. So why do we why do we manifest things? What's what's the point? What's the purpose? Again, there are some things that I want to change about my life and about myself, right? And for me, 
manifestation is a part of goal setting, right? You first have to identify exactly what it is you want. And a lot of us do not know what we want. And that is something that I struggled with. I did not actually know what I wanted. Maybe I could identify the end result, what I want to see. Um, but even that was not clear or it was not specific. So I have been going through some things that have helped to clarify in my mind exactly what it is I want and what it is I am looking for out of life. I understand that some people have sort of had these ideas of what they want ingrained in them since they were children. And a lot of people are realizing that that is not what they want and it's not what they've ever wanted. It's what someone else wanted for them and imposed upon them. And I, I fell victim to that as well. So having to deal with, you know, I, I was a great people pleaser. Like that was a large part of my identity, trying to please uh, the adults around me. Because I felt if I did not live up to what they wanted, then I would not um, get their love. But that's a, a whole nother discussion for a whole nother day. I had many, many things <laughs> that I wanted to do as a kid. Just things that I thought was cool, looked fun, um, but that did not align with what adults said I should do or should want. So I'm in my 30s now. And up until now, my life hasn't been that great to me. It's not been very enjoyable. A lot of it has actually been <laughs> miserable. And so I am actively working towards getting and doing what I want. But you cannot get and do what you want if you don't know what that is. So I have identified exactly what I want. And I'm going for it. After you identify what it is you want, what it is you want to accomplish, what have you. Um, growing up in the church, a lot of the times... I understood it to be, give it to God and he'll give it to you. But it's a little more complicated than that. Because if that was the case, I would have a lot of things right now. I would be in a totally different position. And that's not the case. So uh, for those who believe that to be true, it's an injustice to give them partial information, which is what I believe has happened. They're receiving partial information. It's a, it's a lot more than just saying to whatever God you believe in, hey, here's what I want. And that's it. What they are not explaining and what I fail to understand is that, first of all, if that's truly what you believe, that part about you getting what he wants you to have is really key. So I 
do not follow any religions. Um, I do not follow any gods. So, and I do believe in multiple gods. I just don't follow them or any of their religions. But if that's the case, then you have an additional step. When you identify what it is you want, you then have to identify whatever it is your God wants for you and if those things align. And if they don't align, if my understanding is correct, you'll lose out every time. Because they always say God's will be done. So if that's something that you believe in, that's an extra step that I don't hear a lot of people talking about. And I would imagine that means, you know, getting deeper into your religion, maybe your religious text, um, maybe having conversations with that God. Um, But that is not a step that I am taking in my personal journey. But, you know, for those who who believe that, that's something that I wanted to point out. Again, it's not something that I hear a lot of people mentioning, but I, I can't see that not being a part of the process. That's all a part of that that process of identifying what it is you want to manifest. Another key thing that I I feel is often missing is the work that goes into it, right? And again, Christians have often said faith without works is dead. And yet I've seen quite a few Christians who just say, I want X, Y, Z period and that period is the end of it like they just make it known here's what I want and that's it they do nothing else they don't put forth any action or any work to try to get the thing that they identified that they want right um for example if you want a job just any job you say, oh, I want a job. But you sit at home every day and you do nothing that will help you to get a job. Well, I mean, that job's not just going to fall out of the sky. And I understand there are some situations where people have had things handed to them, it seems. But when we hear about those stories, a lot of the times we're missing key information, background information that will make a difference in how you interpret what happened to that person, right? People who say, I, I want to be in a relationship. But again, all they do is sit at home all day and not interact with anyone. Okay, well, is someone going to just fall through your ceiling? That's for you. Probably not. And if someone is falling through your ceiling (laughs) or creeping outside your window, maybe you want to think twice about uh, trying to start a relationship with that person. Some other things happening there that should not be happening. But you have to put in that work. You've identified what it is you want. Now let's look at, okay, how can I get what I want. What can I do to take steps to lead me to what I want? Right? Um, People who say they want to have a kid. Okay, there are many processes that need to happen in, in order for you to have a kid, whether it's you 
wanting to find a loving partner and get married and have a kid with them or just find someone who would be great to co-parent with and have a kid with them or to foster a kid or adopt a kid. Like these are processes. You can't just sit around and just because you want a child, someone's going to just be like, here, take this kid. That's it. Right. So what's the work that goes into what you want? What does that look like, that road leading to what you want? We see so many stories that look like overnight success stories, and they're not overnight success stories. What you're not hearing is the hours and the days and the weeks and the years that led up to that moment, right? Content creators. What content creator doesn't want to go viral or blow up and be a massive success and get lots of attention? But that doesn't happen overnight. You can't be a content creator and think, I want to have a huge following. I want to go viral and not put out any content. It doesn't work that way. I don't care if it's someone who is on an app and their first video that they put up goes viral immediately. That's still not an overnight success because what we don't see is how many times did they try to make a video and they failed to do so how many times did they jot down ideas for their skits or get together ideas for their skits and fail to film them or how many drafts do they have before they release that video like that's still work that they put in prior to that video being a success Then there are the content creators who put out content constantly that gets no engagement and no views and no reactions or anything. And yet they're steadily putting out content. And you know what? Something that I really disagree with. A lot of the times people like to make fun of those people. Oh, they got like 60 videos and no one has watched any of them. Oh, they stream and no one's ever in their stream. No one ever checks out their YouTube content. They got like one subscriber and that's their mother. Why are you making fun of someone who is putting in the work to get what they want? And meanwhile, a lot of the times, not all of the time, but a lot of the times, The very people who are making fun are people who are sitting around on goals they want to achieve and not working towards them and not doing anything to get any closer to what they want. But you're making fun of the person who's actively working. Why? Sounds like jealousy to me. Because, yeah, maybe they don't have the engagement and the views and the attention that they want yet. But if they catch someone's attention, they've got content that that person can continue to look at. You don't want to be someone who says, yeah, here's what I want. And people ask, oh, well, what have you done so far to get what you want? And you have nothing to say. So that's something that really bothers me often. I, I see it and I think it's just ridiculous. But 
I kind of went off on a tangent. That's okay, though. I go off on tangents. But anyway, uh, people have to put in the work. Again, I've heard so many times, faith without works is dead, but people only have that faith part. And sometimes they barely have that. And they don't put in the work. It's all in the phrase. (laughs) It's dead without the works and they're not putting in the work. So part of manifesting what you want is, is working towards the thing you identify in clear terms that you want. Because I'm in the process of changing some things and, and, and trying to shift so that I'm in a better position in a, in a greater direction, I have to look at what the process looks like for me. And for me, um, and this is just how I operate, part of it is because of my mental state, but the outside affects the inside. And the inside affects the outside. What does that mean? I need my environment to look and be a certain way. Because that informs how I'm feeling on the inside. Which informs what I'm putting out. Right? Just like I need my insides to be a certain way because that informs not only what I'm putting out but what environments I'm putting myself in and allowing myself to be in and thriving in or failing in like that balance between the inside and the outside is something that's important to me Um, when I'm having difficulty mentally One of the first things I do to try to gauge where I am is I look at my environment and I look at my surroundings, specifically um, areas in my home, starting with where I sleep. What does my bedroom look like? If I have piles of clothes in my laundry basket because I've washed clothes but failed to put them away, or if I have a full hamper because my hamper should not be full because I regularly do laundry. If I have water bottles, that's um something very specific to me. When I was growing up um, in my teenage years and younger adult years, it was dryer sheets. For whatever reason, I would just have a ton of dryer sheets around my bedroom, like at random. Um, but... I don't have dryer sheets anymore. Now it's water bottles. So if I look around my bedroom and there are just a ton of water bottles, (laughs) that's a cue that I need to stop and take a minute and assess where I am mentally. Um, Those people who say they like organized chaos, that's really a thing. I have organized chaos. I struggle more when things are where they belong. That's when I can't find them um, versus when I have them in specific places that they don't necessarily belong. But what I do is, like I said, take a minute and assess. Then I need to start cleaning, right? 
Because if my environment is cluttered, nine times out of ten, my mind is cluttered. So either I'm going to tend to what's going on in my mind first um, so that I can better focus on also decluttering my environment or I need to focus on cleaning and decluttering my environment um, so that I can then put all of my attention on what's happening mentally. One or the other. And if I continue to let there be disarray, then there's going to be disarray in my environment and in my in my mind. So something that I'm focusing on this month is really uh, clearing out my space, making room for the new, right? Because if you say you want new, you have to get rid of something or some things, right? Whether that is, you know, clearing out old clothes because you want to go shopping for new clothes, getting rid of uh, old papers to clear out some space, but also getting rid of relationships that don't serve you to make room for relationships that will serve you because these things are going to be at odds. Things that are positive and work in your favor will always be at odds with things that are negative and don't work in your favor. And you don't want that disharmony and you also don't want it to be a whole out battle and the negatives win and get rid of the positives that were supposed to come in and and make your life better and serve you, right? So getting rid of people who, who aren't aligned with where you want to go. I have not experienced this personally, but I hear people who become successful talk about you know, the struggles they have with some of the people that were supposed to be in their corner, right? So now they have success, but that means becoming a, a, a bank, loaning out money or just giving out money, taking care of other people's financial needs, being the go-to for, you know, people who are having a, t- a hard time financially, We joke about it all the time, but, you know, someone coming into money and having long lost relatives or relatives that they haven't spoken with in a long time popping up, right? There's a reason for that. And pay attention to that. As you move into your purpose and get closer to achieving what you want, or even when you achieve what you want. I have to choose my words carefully. Um, (laughs) Let's just say the negatives in your life will make themselves known. But you have to pay attention and you have to be willing to accept what is happening so that you can appropriately deal with it, right? I hear people talking about, you know, starting businesses and people belittling what they're doing, um, giving backhanded compliments or making snide remarks or straight up talking about it behind their back, not showing support and support looks 
different. There are different ways to show support. Um, some people complain because their people that say they support them never purchase anything from them or never use their service. Um, never, never tell anyone about their service. You know, spread the word. Well, what's the reasons? Why? Because it could be coming from a place of jealousy. And I'm not going to say that jealousy is 100% bad. Because it doesn't have to be. I think jealousy gets a, a bad rep. Um, a lot of the times we associate it with negativity. But it's all in what you do with it, right? Just like anger, sadness. These things are associated with negativity. But it's what you do with it. Because they, they are there to inform us of things. And help us make sense of what's going on with ourselves and what's going on around us, right? So if your friend is doing great and you're jealous and you fall back because you're jealous or you start treating them worse because you're jealous and you contact them and hang out with them less because you're jealous, you need to check yourself. And if people are doing this to you, if you're the successful person, you need to check your friends, family, whoever it is. But if your friend left a job and started a business and is doing well and you're jealous because you're still at a job that you don't want to be at and you're not doing so well and you use that as fuel, as motivation. That's not quite the same, right? Your jealousy is not rooted in, in hatred. And we all have had moments where we want what someone else has. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But it's all in what you do with it. Because at that point, if that person's truly my friend, I'm trying to get like you. I want what you have. Can you help me? Or I'm going to use that as motivation. I know someone who recently told me in the summertime she had a goal. She said what her goal was. And she just achieved her goal. And I thought, you know what? She literally just said this is what she wants to do. And she did it. My sister is like that. She says what she wants to do. And she does it. I'm not at a point where I have that in me. And that's what I'm working towards. Um, my execution is poor. But... I've recently identified some goals that I would like to achieve and I'm I'm putting in the work to achieve them. Because I see all of these people around me, a young lady I went to high school with, high school and middle school with, said what she was going to do and she did it. And I'm like, I I want that. I can do that. And so that's what I'm working towards. But I have to make the necessary changes to get to that point. So what I'm focusing on this month, um, really clearing out, making room for the new. 
You don't want to hold on to anything that doesn't serve you. So for me, that means I'm going to clean out my house. Um, not just clean it so that it can be clean, but getting rid of the things that I don't need and do not serve me. I also have to make sure that I'm cleaning out my emotional bank. I've had a lot of emotions. Some of the negative emotions I need to let go of. So I'm, I'm going to clean myself up emotionally, mentally. Because as long as you have that heavy stuff, that dark stuff, that negative stuff, you're not going to be able to appropriately deal with the positive. It's how you see those people who you think should be happy, but they are not because they've got negative stuff that's still holding them down and holding them back. They can't be happy and enjoy what they should be enjoying because of that negativity. So you you have to get rid of that. It doesn't serve you. Get rid of it. People are a whole nother subject. And you have to differentiate between the people you have to deal with and the people you choose to deal with. Because there are people that we have to deal with. We don't have a choice. And they're the, they're the people that we feel like we have to, but we really don't. And a lot of people are experiencing this as they assess their families because a lot of us are taught you know family is family which what even does that mean it just means we're connected by genetics but family is family you don't turn your back on your family family comes first okay but if that family does not serve you they should not come first If that family is not protecting you, why are you protecting them? That's a hold that a lot of people don't want to get rid of. Same with friends. We have all these reasons why we can't get rid of this friend, that friend. But you actually can. Are you just choosing to hold on to these connections? And oftentimes the answer is yes. Are these friends that are growing with you, are they growing in the right direction? Because all of these things inform your journey. All of this is going to impact how well you can manifest what you want. Listen to or read the success stories of people you look up to and listen to what they say in their stories. If they talk about having to let people go, listen to what that was like for them. Because it's not easy. By any stretch of the imagination, it is not easy. But it may have been necessary. Identify what it is you want. 
put in the work to get it. Deadlines are another important thing. And the reason for that is things can drag on forever. You have to have an end point. You have to know when something isn't working and when you need to look at it differently or let it go, right? If you say you want to be promoted at your job, you've identified that this is something that you want. You've looked at what you need to do in order to get what you want. Maybe you talk to the necessary person to figure out what you need to do to get promoted, what that promotion looks like. And you you did everything that they told you you needed to do. You got passed over for that promotion. Or you got the promotion and it doesn't look the way you understood it would look. Some people get stuck in that because they think they got what they wanted, but you didn't. Yeah, it's a promotion, but again, it doesn't look the way that you understood it was going to look, the way you all said it was going to look. Or they passed you over and you've got this excuse, that excuse, the third excuse. And it's just like, okay, well, you know, I I, I see that. I understand that. How long are you going to put up with that? How long is that going to be acceptable for you? I want to be promoted to this position with these responsibilities, with these benefits, with this salary, by this date. And if it doesn't happen, here's what I'm going to do. That's what that should look like. I've constantly been in positions in my life where I am stuck and I hate that. It's horrible. It's awful. And I just allowed myself to be stuck. And I wouldn't wish that on anyone. But how long do you allow yourself to be stuck? I remember I worked retail and I worked with an older lady who was really sweet I enjoyed talking to her and she knew that I was going to school and everyone knew that I was going to school and you know she was asking me what my plans were and I told her what I planned to do and I remember she warned me about getting stuck at that retail job and I told her I'm not gonna get stuck I'm gonna finish school, I'm going to get a job in my field, and I'm going to continue to work here for a little bit, and then I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to leave. Now, a little bit should have been more specific, um, but that's exactly what I did. I finished school, I got a job in my field, I continued to work there for maybe what, it was my, maybe another year or so, a few months or so. Something like that. I don't know. And then I left. Exactly what I said I was going to do. But having a hard deadline really helps to ensure that you don't get stuck. Or that you're not putting up with things that you should not be putting up with. And it's a good reminder for what you're working towards. Deadlines are important. Deadlines keep things 
a little neater, a little more organized. So yes, I definitely recommend having strict deadlines, but also thinking about if this happens by the deadline, what's my next move? If this does not happen by the deadline, what's my next move? It's how you know that you've reached your goal, which is what we do in the service that I provided with counseling. Here's your goals. Here are some steps that are going to help you achieve this goal. And here's our target date. And something important I want to add that I picked up from doing these service plans is make it measurable. So that you and anyone else can clearly see if you've met your goal or not. If I'm a writer and I say, I want to write for at least 10 minutes uninterrupted every day. That's very clear compared to just saying, I want to write more. Because if I wrote zero times in December and I wrote something once or twice in January. That's writing more. But that's not what I'm looking to do. And that's not going to help me reach my goals. But if I say I want to dedicate 10 minutes every day to writing, any random friend can say at the end of the month, you said you wanted to write 10 minutes every day. Did you do that? And I can say if I did or did not. And if I'm keeping track, we can look at it and we can see, okay, you only wrote for 10 minutes, 17 days this month, which is not what you said you wanted to do. So what happened? Making it measurable so we can clearly see where you are in regards to achieving what you want. Accountability is something else that's very important. Now, I know I struggle with accountability. And you can't have an accountability partner that is also (laughs) struggling with accountability. Find a good tribe or a good person that is going to hold you accountable and that's going to help you. And be honest with you. You did not write for 10 minutes today. What happened? Well, you know, um, I I was going to, but I was tired. So you couldn't take 10 minutes to jot something down, free write at least before you went to bed. That's the kind of accountability partner you need. You don't want someone who's constantly going to be like, oh, well, yeah, I understand that. Maybe tomorrow. Because that's going to be a whole series of maybe tomorrows and nothing is being accomplished. Don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it. I recognize that honestly, I probably need a team to help me do the things I want to do. I can't do it on my own. I've joined a group here and there, just kind of looking at who's in the group, looking at other people's processing, learning to talk more. Surrounding myself with like-minded individuals, because that's important. If you're trying to be a millionaire, are you going to hang out with people who don't have the same mind state? They're not going to help you get to where you want to be. 
You need to familiarize yourself with a millionaire or two. But make sure also that their personality and their intentions align with what you need. You don't just want someone who's going to flaunt their wealth and brag about themselves all the time. You want someone who can maybe guide you and show you, hey, here's what I did. Yeah, I understand I came from this position too. Here's how I got through. Brainstorming, helping genuinely. If you want to be a business owner, would you spend all of your time around people who do not own businesses or have failed businesses? No, you need to learn from people who are successful and who are where you want to be. It's very easy to get caught up in in where we are, right? But remember, sometimes you have to step out of it, get out of the middle of it to see things a little clearer, to do things differently. All of that is included when you manifest. Keep your energy positive. Recognize negative energy that does not serve you and get rid of it. Because it's going to hold you back and bring you down. Additionally, when you get the very thing you were trying to manifest, I'm going to add an additional step. How are you paying it forward? How are you helping the next person? Because, see, people get confused and they think once they get what they want, that's it. You could lose it and you could lose it quickly. So you, you have to maintain it. You have to keep it up. Falling back into old habits is definitely not going to serve you. If you break habits, let them stay broken. But then pay it forward. Help the next person. This month is my month. Making sure that the old is taken care of so it's it's not hanging over my head. So when I get that new that I'm working towards and looking forward to, I can fully enjoy it. And there's room for it. It's a process, not an easy process, not a quick process. <laughs> it's, it's a process. Um, and a lot of people don't want to go through the process. That instant gratification will get you if you're not careful. People don't want to go through it, but either you're going to do the work or you're not. So that you can reap the benefits you want or you're not. That's it. That's all I have for you guys today. Um, I recorded from my phone today so that we could have more time. I think I'm going to record this way because I, I like having the additional time to say what I need to say. But I've, I've got some errands to run, you know, some things to do. So I'm going to leave you with that. Good luck in whatever it is you're trying to manifest, whatever changes you're trying to make in your life. I'll see you next episode, okay? Have an amazing day or night.
And if it's not, do at least one thing that will make it a little more amazing. All right. Catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.